You've tuned into the Are You Screening podcast, originally live and an effort to bring you instant reactions to films. We try to stick to that theory and bring you unedited, unfiltered, and largely off-the-cuff opinions of movies, along with interviews, industry news, and hopefully a lot more. Thanks for listening, and let's get right to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Are You Screening podcast. I'm your host, areyouscreening.com's own Mark Eastman. And with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And uh, this week, it's Doctor Strange. Yeah. And uh, and boy, is it. Right? <laughs> it uh, is. It's it is. It's like uh, 190 or 80, 185 or whatever the exact final tally will, will be. But it's, um, I'm pretty sure it was like 187 or, you yeah. know, some bonkers thing for like the opening. Right. Weekend and it's probably not slowing down and yeah. uh, theaters are <laughs> selling out and uh, it was kind of funny as I was listening to people talk about this where it's like uh, it didn't quite beat Spider Man or whatever right. for the right. weekend um, but it it it's just more and more evidence that we are in for <laughs> weird theater times I'm gonna say you know probably through the end of the year who knows yeah. Um, it's it's great that it made a lot of money, just like Spider Man did, and uh, and everyone who loves theaters is going to be you know saying that over and over. Look how much money it made, right? But it's it's not the same. <laughs> it is like it is depressingly <laughs> not the same. Yeah, I mean, if you're really looking at anything other than this one giant movie, right? right. The movie in number two made like nine million. Yeah. And and <laughs> and if as you go down it's uh it, it's just horribly depressing and Fantastic Beasts and I mean frankly hooray for people who didn't go see Fantastic Beasts or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But now you go down a few slots and uh Fantastic Beasts is in serious danger of being overtaken by everything everywhere all yeah. at once, which is weird. Right. And the Northmen you know, is in like the four, three yeah. million range or something. Right. I mean, that movie's just never making its money. I don't know what's, <laughs> I don't know what's yeah. happening with oh, that movie. Uh, even though I liked it, but it is, um, it was uh, Bad Guys, the uh, animated, oh, yeah, right? And it was like nine or ten million, Did or, you see or something like that. I haven't, the, see, I haven't yeah, seen, I haven't that seen that yet. yet. Um, that and that movie has a really depressing marketing. Or yeah. it's only marketing. I don't know during cartoons. It or must only whatever be, yeah, because ten to ten thirty on Nick. I've seen like a couple yeah. of things for <laughs> it, but you know, I, I if I had to guess, if you'd have like you know mm-hmm. suddenly put me on the spot at some point, I wouldn't have thought that was even out yet. Right, uh, you me know, too. Uh, same. Except that I know when everything comes out. No, but. I know, but you wouldn't, you wouldn't know <laughs> but, by the TV spots. But yes, yeah, like that anywhere. seems like something yeah. that's still got like a few weeks as they're gonna amp up. I mean, it's an animated thing. Yeah, you have to. I mean, people go to animated things in Marvel movies. Right. I mean, that's, right. So uh, anyway, um, but uh, Doctor Strange is uh, crushing like crazy, and. Um, I, you know, I've been talking about this the last couple of weeks, like stuff that's coming out and we're now really kind of in the, I don't know, we're in the, <clears throat> the, the low point oh, of yeah, the, right. of this part of the season <laughs> of the weird wave 
(laughs) wave signal and stuff coming out. Um, Because, you know, like next week it's Firestarter, Mm -hmm. which I don't know. I haven't seen anybody have high hopes for that Mm -hmm. or whatever. That's a really weird one, too. Like for me, especially, Mm -hmm. I mean, that just strikes me really weird. If you're going to do Stephen King, I mean, get like a bunch of money in it and market the hell out of it. It's Mm -hmm. Stephen King. I feel like, and this is just me and my own experience growing up with Stephen King stuff, right? Yeah. If somebody makes a Stephen King thing and they don't market it that much, (laughs) I mean, then you're like double no one's going, right? right? Because then (laughs) all people are going to think of is, you know, sometimes they're really dumb (laughs) or or whatever, right? I mean, (laughs) sometimes those movies are not interesting. And this must be one of those. And even though yeah. it's a remake, right? right? And so potentially people know everything about the story and right. have seen the other movie. Who knows? But uh, <laughs> when you're doing a remake still, it's like, if you're not going to try and get me to go to it, yeah, I'm thinking there's a reason for that. Right. And right. it's that, well, you, I don't know, it's weird. You know the business too well to, to know that when films often aren't, um, you know, screened for critics and they drop it only on the day the audience right, gets to right. see it that everybody knows it's because it sucks right i i don't know anything about that in terms of this i know that the original with drew barrymore and uh george c scott isn't it, it's not like the wizard of oz classic like sooner or later someone was going to remake it you right. know and it's not untouchable but i get nervous when i see some of the stuff that they they're putting in the trailers just because I, I think it's tipping the hand of the film I'm about to see. Like there's a scene with Charlie McGee screaming and there's fire all around her and she's like, liar, liar, pants on fire. And I'm like, oh no. And the, uh, the week after that, you know, if you're a Downton Abbey fan, then I guess you're fine. Are you a because, Downton Abbey fan? Uh, you know, you, you liked it. No. Didn't love it, right? Like but, it was, uh, but I, I liked the show pretty well. I mean, it was, it was okay. It, it was a pretty good show. Yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't, I didn't love it. I, I really never could, wrap my head around what exactly the thing it, was. It was right. right. Like yeah. why is everyone yeah. like goofy for <laughs> goofy. this? But it was but it was a pretty good show. Yeah. I mean I mean um, I see you all the time, but I never caught wind of you being like a big abbeyist. No. Know? Like it, no. it just it was It's kind there. of the same to me as like Outlander. Um right. which I, I like that show too. That's that's, that's a fine. good that's yeah. a good show <laughs> and uh I, I like the people in it. Yeah. And I think they're all really good and everything. Um, but I'm not sure why it's like the thing that it is. I right. mean, it's it's pretty huge as a show, especially one that's been on for several seasons for that and everything. Long. And yeah. I mean, it's you know, it's got the your book fans and all that. Yeah. But um, but it is you know, that's another one where it's like, yeah, that's a good show. Right. Uh, I don't right. know why people are fanatic about it. To bonkers the for are. it, right? Yeah. It's not uh, whatever. Anyway, um, and then so you've got Downton Abbey and Men. The uh, oh, new God. Alex Garland one, right? And, and that's that's really it. It's yeah. just uh, it's <laughs> just see how much money Doctor Strange can make for a couple of weeks. Really, right. it's right. not. We're not gonna. We're not gonna. I don't know. We're not gonna put anything too close to Doctor Strange, I guess. Yeah. And then uh, you know it takes us all the way to uh, the twenty seventh weekend where it's Top Gun Maverick, and right? yeah. and Bob's Burgers. So, oh yeah, <laughs> who That's knows, right? right? right. Um, <laughs> and Top Gun is another one too, where 
you know, it's almost like Firestarter. It's like, uh, it's, it's really the weirdest, like Tom Cruise had a bug up his ass. I don't know. Like, why are we making this movie? Right. It's like a jillion years later. Right. Uh, how many massive Top Gun fans are sitting there going, there must be more like from yeah. 30 years ago. I mean, it's like that, you know, it's funny you say it like that. that. I know one is forever ago. I, I know <laughs> one and he's been salivating for this thing like hard. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know, but he's the only one. I don't even know. <laughs> the funny thing is, uh, you know, I only even remember Top Gun so well. I haven't seen it. Oh no, in, in really? It was years. one of those films like Roadhouse. But it's it, in my DNA, I but it's one of those things. Uh, I mean, See, I remember Roadhouse, right. but uh, but like, <laughs> like, what's the sequel to this movie even mean? I no, mean, it's no. like, you know I what I mean? It's <laughs> in a way. I mean, I don't know anything beyond you know what most like people Tom Cruise's know. character is in this movie. That's right. what it means, right? I mean, I'm I'm sure in some way, kind of like you know, going back to Stephen King for a second. You know, somebody eventually asked him at some signing, like whatever became of the kid from The Shining. You know, and he's right. like, I, th I think about him sometimes. And it germinated into a story that was Dr. Sleep. I bet somewhere along the way, people were just like, where is Maverick? What is he doing? And, you know, the joke is, oh, he's probably back at Top Gun teaching everybody. And then someone went, hey, wait a minute. Yeah. Now, wait a minute. Now, the problem with the problem that I see in Maverick is, I guess, Goose's kid is in it, you know, it, and it's Miles, you know, and I yeah. guess he's really mad at every, and I'm like, you guys are taking fan service in the wrong direction. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. I'll right. still see it, I but I'm not. I'm not fired up over it. I don't know. It's not in that weird. way. It, it's just <clears throat> weird, is what it is. All right. Um, so uh, on to Doctor Strange. Doctor um, Strange, because we might as well. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Strange, and you know, so this is a this is a strange movie in uh, a variety of ways because it's a sequel to Dr. Strange, except in the sense that right. that doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. Right? Yeah. Right. In, uh, in Marvel <coughs> films, I mean, Dr. Strange has been all over and you stick Dr. Strange's name on it mm -hmm. and he's like the main focus or he's the main person or whatever. Um, but it's really just there's this giant overarching series where, right, where yeah. it's just the mar, it's just the continuation of the Marvel Universe tale, right, and it doesn't, it doesn't quite exactly mean anything as his personal sequel. It's just, yeah, he was the Avenger on call today, right. or <laughs> he, right, we're gonna extrapolate. He's, he's yeah. the Avenger who was like <laughs> yeah. near events or you know whatever, but yeah. it's. Um, but it's, you know, you've got like Spider-Man, the Avengers movies, <laughs> he's done all this stuff that you kind of better know about. Yeah. I mean, you could go into this without having seen anything, I suppose, and just kind of yeah, play, play along with it and, uh, and let it all happen and you'll figure it out and you'll understand what's going on. But, um, but anyway, it is really weird as a, as a sequel. Um, but the movie is, uh, and not only that, but you have to watch WandaVision. I mean, it's like, <laughs> and, and that's where I made a mistake. I, I hadn't seen, I hadn't seen WandaVision oh, yet because yeah, yeah. I'm behind on a few things and the MCU TV stuff. I'm really far behind in. So even right. though I know the Loki series, which the guy who wrote that also wrote this film opened up the timelines right, right. and then the what if episodes 
from the timelines being opened up, opened up the multiverses, you know, and all these different things. I I had a couple things spoiled for me in the film from the show that I hadn't seen, right? you know, but that's my own dumb effort, you know, I should have done that, but. Uh, so, so this one is basically like Dr. Strange, you know, versus, uh, Scarlet Witch. Yeah. uh, Right. Ultimately. Yep. Um, and it revolves around, uh, this girl America where the movie opens with, uh, Dr. Strange having a dream about her and it's a different (laughs) Dr. Strange, except it's not really a dream and yada, yada. Right. And, uh, and we get the scene that you see from the trailer where it's like the weird thing is attacking her and he cuts the bus in half. And that's like the main trailer action. And, uh, and she can, uh, move in between, Universes Multiverses, or whatever, yeah. right? And uh, unfortunately, she can't really do it at will. <laughs> right, of <laughs> she, course. She can only do it, like, it just happens. And she's it's like a adrenaline. reflex or yeah, something. Right. It's like, reflex. it just happens. She doesn't really do it, whatever. And <laughs> uh, and uh, Wanda, Scarlet Witch, whatever, uh, she wants to take her power and this is like a first half hour spoiler or yeah. something i mean right. it because you, you don't you don't know that right away except you know you find out early um because she wants to go find her kids because right. it's like post wandavision yep and she wants to go to some universe where she lives with her kids and uh, that's pretty much the the wrap up um this is uh, this end up, ended up a little bit being a weird rating for me. And I think this is like my most gener- generous rating ever. Ooh. Right. Oh boy. Because I, a lot of dislike. because it's a, it's a strange combination, right? Okay. Um, because I'm giving it a three. God. And God. And I hate it. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's Jeez. the that's the generous nature of uh, that's why it's generous because it deserves a zero, wow. really in many ways. But and well, I won't awful. I won't go into this a ton and we'll let you throw your rating out. Um, there were a lot of scenes that I liked, mm-hmm. like I liked this thirty seconds. I yeah. liked that right. minute and a half. You yeah. know. I liked a lot of the scenes that were going on. Overall, I hated like everything. <laughs> so <laughs> that's I so mean, that's that's, that's my a rating. Surprising, you weren't giving the "I hate this" vibe at the theater, you know, because normally there's a lot of grunting. Well, and my kid was there, and she shuffling, liked it. and, and you're I did, did want to walk out and, and go. Yeah. I hate this. Well, and and also a sign for me. <clears throat> before I jump in is, you know, you often will lean over cause I've researched hard, you know, whether there's secret stuff. Right. And there are many times, sometimes with a Marvel film or just, you know, some film that clearly is a franchise film and you'll look over at me and you go, I don't care if there's secret stuff and you're just <laughs> yeah. up. But I'm like, well, I know where we are. Like right, I know, right. I know basically the price is right range of where you're falling. You didn't do that. You know, you're like, is there stuff? And I'm like, yeah. And you're like, all right. You sat through the first one. You wisely left for the second one because you would have given it awful <laughs> marks for that. Um, I I had, I, I was not terribly surprised at much, um, 
except how much fun I had with the film. I gave it a seven. Wow. I I wound up I wound up giving over to it in a way that maybe because I haven't seen WandaVision, maybe because I hadn't seen it. You know, I like Sam Raimi's films. I don't love Doctor Strange as yeah, a yeah. as a thing. But what I'm watching the film and what I'm what I'm feeling before we get into the stuff that I actually think is you know, sort of not nitpicky because I don't want to just swipe at it. That'll be what you do. <laughs> I'm going to have to defend it. I'm going to have to do a lot of parrying here. I I guess I was in the right mood to see Roadhouse instead of, you know, the bridges of Madison County, which is not to say you, you know, were. I had more fun with this as a film exploring multiversal themes in a very popcorn kind of way than I did with everything everywhere all at once. And I think that's because I like the MCU more than I just like new characters and new things. Right, right. So in some way, it works on the familiar, the familiarity that it already established for 10, 11 years. So it's got that. I don't love Doctor Strange so much, and I think it's pretty clear that with Robert Downey Jr. leaving, that it looks like they're tipping Doctor Strange to fill that role. Like yeah, he's yeah. got the same look and the same beard and... I kind of get that, but I don't think that's going to work for a number of weird reasons. I was having a lot of fun with watching it, and it's funny to be thinking of everything, everywhere, all at once, and Morbius. Because we just had a Marvel film try to do a horror story, and it sucked. Right. I mean, it failed big F. This is a lot of sci-fi stuff, but tucked in here is a pretty interestingly enough horror story for me that I'm watching, and I'm like... Okay, so the problem here is we got a big budget, we're doing Doctor Strange, and that means just like the first film, we have a special effect that moves the entire reality around, and we've got to make that look good. But at its core, there's sort of a weird little, like, Sam Raimi, Army of Darkness kind of horror story going here. And guess what? They got Sam Raimi directing it. So I was having more fun with it, watching it unfold in front of me, partially because, like, when the film, just before a film started, I leaned over to you and I went... I don't really know about this film. I have no expectations, but I just think it's going to go wrong. Right. So I think coming in real low, not that that you're a big Doctor Strange fan, you came in real high, but it's funny. I think that every once in a while we have a film between us where all the things that bugged you tipped you into the negative and all the things that bugged you kind of tipped me into the positive. I'm not over seven. You're not below three. We're kind of in the center of that fulcrum, balancing each other out. But I, I had a lot of fun with it. Oh well, I'm happy for you. Yeah. yeah. So did so did my so, do, so did my daughter yeah. who liked it. So and, swing away. You know, so I mean, I'm happy for her too. Yeah. I just, uh, you know, there's so many things about this movie that I hated that it's it's hard to even start. Yeah. It it is like I'm spoiled for choice on right. what I hated about yeah. it. But what I hated about the movie are really all of its bigger decisions. And it's like, um, it's almost hard to like pick out tearing it apart for specific things. Yeah. Because like, I hate the overall plot, the idea, everything yeah. about it. And so it's That's like, harder. Yeah. And, and not only do I hate the plot because, you know, like, I mean, I'll give you a break on the plot being weird, yeah, right? right? Or, sure. or uh, the, you know, the science of the multiverse and stuff. Right. And it's right. like, well, I mean, I'll give you some leeway on that. But uh, 
its own internal decisions also uh, do not, you know, like once, once this is the decision you made, I mean, you better stick with that decision. And, 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 don't, and yeah. the problem is uh, like all Marvel movies and like all mm-hmm. superhero movies that I hate is that the problem has to be the biggest thing in the universe Always. and we're out <laughs> of biggest things in the universe. Uh-huh. And now the problem at stake is that she is going to control everything, Every universe. right? She's going yeah. to control right. the entire multiverse. And then meanwhile, somehow we're going to have to get Loki's story back mm-hmm. in where some other guy is coming to control to do the, the whole multiverse thing. <laughs> or yeah. whatever. And, uh, and there's so much stuff in it that doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. That they also don't explain in any way because they're like, whatever, I think this is like a cool idea. Right. Like, and I'm going to totally spoil things. So, Do I mean, you know, you've been warned. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'm going to try to not like spoil everything that happens or whatever, but I'm probably going to spoil a lot of things. Yeah. Um, but just like as one example, you know, they go at the very end, they go that place where there's like a big statue of her that's right. been there. Right. Forever, mm-hmm. right? For the history of recorded time, right? <laughs> that thing has been there longer than, you know, there have been people, right? <laughs> I mean, right. whatever their story is, it's been there forever, and it's got a statue of her. And how is that there? Right. Nope. Yeah. I, know. I, know. <laughs> I mean, I know. you get like nothing out of that, but. I just hated everything about all the fighting, all the people that she kills and stuff. Everyone, she, everyone she kills, uh, it is in some weird way that is like cute for the moment, but also makes everything else in the movie make no sense, right? Like, um, you know, she kills somebody because she just suddenly, without doing anything, mm-hmm. she just suddenly can make him not have a mouth. Right. Right. And yet, listen, if you can do that, what the hell are you doing anything else for? Right. right? Just make everybody. Why aren't you just making everybody puddles of goo? Like it doesn't make any sense that this is what we have to do, except I know this character from Marvel. Right. And here's a funny thought I had. And and now that's how she beats him. Right. She, uh, she, you know, she kills Charles Xavier. Yeah in a way that cannot make any sense in the Marvel universe, right? right. Like that can't be a thing. Right. That's not a magic spell. That's right. your mind is better than his. <laughs> right. And that's not a and thing. That's not a thing. And, and I mean, on and on everything that happens, like why are they fighting in the way that they're fighting when, you know, that she's lobbing magic balls, right? When she can do the other things they're all putting up this shield Mm -hmm. and it turns out that she can just sit there and control your mind. And why didn't she open with that? (laughs) And like every next thing that happens is like, I just have a cool idea for how I want this scene to look to go. Yeah. And it's going to look like (laughs) a bunch of explosions and the doctor strange people have to put up their shields Yeah, and none of it makes any sense. And even like at the very beginning of the thing, when he's fighting the octopus dude 
And it's like, well, I have to do this and this. And then uh, there's like a lot of collateral damage. And then it turns right. out I could have just done this <laughs> at the beginning. Right. And it's like, what? Like every every fight. And you know, <laughs> there's more. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to just like no, babble fine. forever. Um, but they want <laughs> to have this multiverse where like there are no rules. Right at all of anything Mm -hmm. and yet they're kind of our rules and Mm -hmm. maybe some things are rules and maybe other times we talked about the multiverse there were other rules but isn't it funny when we fall through a bunch of worlds and one of them is paint right (laughs) which is nonsensical but her kids are not in any other multiverse right it's just batshit nonsense yeah because I don't know what could defeat her because she's defeated everyone. Yeah. And if you put it all together, all of the everyone's that she's defeated and the ways that she's defeated them and all this stuff, she doesn't need any help. Right. Like right. <laughs> the whole base of the movie is meaningless. Yeah. Right. She didn't need anything in the first place. She could have just, you know, woke up Sunday morning, been stepped like, outside and been in charge. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's, anyway. a, there's an ironic thing slightly um, about that. Cause I, I, I don't actually disagree with any of that stuff, which is really funny. <laughs> I just liked watching it and you didn't. There's the scene in civil war that actually is around Wanda too, where everybody is at the really awesome, you know, probably the best part of the whole film in a really good film anyway, at the airport and they're all fighting. Right. And you got team cap and team iron man and they're all going at each other. And there's this moment where Hawkeye and, and black widow are fighting and they're talking and they're having really fun banter. And then just suddenly like, then just suddenly black widow is just thrown against some plane or something and just knocked down real hard. And you look over and it's Wanda and you realize she's not interested in the conversation. And she says to him, you're pulling your punches. Like, quit jerking around and let's just finish this. It kind of reminded me of what you're saying there where you're just like, okay, we're going through the motions of all these fights, but I think I really know what I got to do. You know, quit pulling your punches. This right. fight scene would be three seconds. You know what to do, do it, you right. know, and go. But of course that's not a Marvel film. So one of, one of the big things for me that I think is more problematic now. And again, we're, we're, two multiverse Marvel films in because it was Spider-Man and now this. Right. I I worry that... Uh, so I'm, I'm of two minds uh, quickly on this side. I worry that Marvel has lost the thread and that they seem to be using the multiverse kind of like a J.J. Abrams box. And I hate... And this is like a real thing in his mind where he says in every project he picks up... There's a mystery box and what's in it is really important, but I don't know what's in it and I'm not going to tell you. Right. And that the fun for you as an audience member is supposed to be wondering what it is I'm doing, but I don't even know either. So right. just enjoy it. And because I'm a genius, voila. Right. right. And you said it right at the end too, before you took a break where, you know, you're like the multiverse means one thing here. It doesn't mean the same thing there. The rules are a little different, but they're similar enough. In my mind, one of the reasons that the MCU had worked all the way up to Endgame for the most part, and I mean really like 90, 95% of the way, was because Kevin Feige had a list of things. It was almost like when you go bowling and they put the gutters down. You can throw wild, but it's still going to hit a pin somewhere. Right. They were pushing you in a direction 
because they understood, with no pun meant, the end game. They knew where they wanted to go. And directors with talent and creativity, you had a little elasticity, but we still would guide you with studio notes or with executive producer drop-ins. Now with the multiverse, because you had to, you had to not upset the, the, the order end. You because could, you know you could where you're mess going. with things, right? You know yeah, where you're yeah. going because you know ultimately where you're going to be. Now the multiverse opens up. You know, everything can be anything. You know, Aunt May can be Doctor Octopus, right? Because in one of these multiverses, she is. Right. The problem now is they seem to be just using it as a, as sort of like a special effect or like a plot device instead of a storyline. I don't know if they're going to come in and fix that. Uh, this is where the other side of my thought kicks in, which is to say, look at how great they did with small hiccups here and there, like, you know, the Eternals and with Morbius. But for the most part, they've managed to do something sort of unprecedented with a number of films and a number of creators and a number of stories. And they almost always nailed it. Maybe they'll figure this out. But yeah, I'm not entirely know. sure yet because what I've noticed also is... There's no consistency for stuff, and it really is ghost in the machine, you know, bullcrap. Where it's like, well, how do we get out of this? I don't know the universe, right? You know, and I don't Some like other that universe crutch did it, right? Because I actually think, and this actually brings me to another small criticism of the film, which is, and it's a little unfair to hold up, you know, fifteen films because it wasn't all the films. But if you take something as simple as uh, Captain America catching Thor's hammer, Mjolnir. Or, or even, uh, you know, or even the the famous line on your left, you know, Cap's about to face down Thanos, and all of a sudden, you know, he hears his buddy on your left, and then suddenly the army arrives. Those moments made the audiences chill and and holler with excitement and applause because they were earned. Some of these things that they're doing with the multiverse, and I won't ruin all the cameos, but. Like you said, Xavier, because he's in the trailer. Right. You know, there are other universe versions of heroes in this film. And they were only kind of like, oh, not a rapturous kind of like you've earned this. Like that was amazing. And I think in a strange way, in how you might see a friend or a family member get addicted to like Facebook because of the dopamine hit of a like or <laughs> right, something. Right. I think they're starting to feel like that's more important than earning the big moments. Right. Because Doctor Strange, as much fun as I'm having with it, with the low expectation and the sort of horror theme of it moving along at the pace that Sam Raimi's films are, are pretty good for, I still see these things. I still see the threads sort of fraying here and there. I actually sort of, I wondered if some of the thoughts that I had about the plot of the film were because I have a hole in the MCU stuff. No WandaVision, no Loki. Right, right. Like, I actually wondered, because I knew we would talk about it, and I know you're all caught up on them, but the problem is I know you don't love those things inherently because as a comic book fan, you know, like you are, you don't just love every comic book, and why should you? I don't. Right. Um, but I was I was wondering if maybe, I didn't think you'd come in at a three. I thought you would maybe be like five or six because you had issues with more of the TV shows that I don't know about yet. No, I but didn't, I didn't even have, not like the TV shows. I think shows. the problems that you and I absolutely have overall are probably the same problems. They just didn't land with you, you know, regardless of yeah. me not seeing Loki all the way yet. It's just, there are some weird fundamental things going on here and they're paying attention to the wrong things in small ways. 
uh, you know, Doctor Strange as a character isn't necessarily going to be the same kind of thing that Iron Man was because inherently, though Iron Man always wants the spotlight, and I always feel like Doctor Strange, as played by Benedict Cumberbatch, always wants to give you an Irish goodbye. Like, he just right, wants right. to back out of the scene and just be gone somewhere. He doesn't want to sit at your party, right. which is kind of funny why he's at this wedding and he's suffering. You right. know, I think if it wasn't a tentacled space monster that was out there, I think if he'd just seen like a paper boy getting pushed down, he'd have thrown the cloak on and been like, I got to get out of here. Right. And if that had happened, that actually would have been humorous too. But uh, I don't know. I blathered on a bunch. Of yeah, them, I don't know. know. That was actually a pretty cool scene. It overall. was. I liked that scene. And like I said, there are scenes here and there I like, and I liked Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange, and I always yep. have. Yep. Uh, I like all the parts in the movies where he is really Doctor Stranging. Right, right. Not when he is facilitating whatever bullshit we have to do now to get to the next to thing. the next thing, right, when he's doing the character. Then he's boring he's to solid. watch, right? right? Yeah. I mean, then it's it's not interesting. But when he gets scenes like that, and mm-hmm. there are many scenes in this, um, especially with the new character, yeah, I think they have a lot of scenes together where they work, you know, and they are, uh, they are doing the real character. Yeah. And and they're not have they get to take a moment where they're not just having to service whatever yeah. we need to happen. And those are really good scenes and they are fun. And there is a lot of the stuff that's fun. And even like the fight scenes, a lot of the fight scenes uh are pretty cool, right? Yeah. But for me, they're pretty cool in the way that some of the fight scenes are pretty cool in Morbius. Right. Like those right. fight scenes are pretty cool. Yeah. None of this shit makes any sense. <laughs> right. It's but, not going anywhere. But those yeah. fight scenes are pretty cool, I yeah. guess, or some part of them or whatever. But when you have uh, stuff going on in your movies, right, where uh, our, our vehicle for getting through things is you can do anything, even things contrary to what I just said you couldn't do. Right. Right. I mean, I'm out. Where are you at? Right. I mean, it's like like now you're just being boring, mm-hmm. right? And uh, and you know, I guess measuring the movie by itself or whatever would make it a different thing. But we've had lots of experience with the multiverse yeah. so far, right? Right. right? And I mean, we've had Loki, where we freaking explain every <laughs> everything about. The multiverse, the whole theory of the show is, is about to do that. controlling the multiverse right. and all this stuff. And the way the multiverse works is you picked this instead of that. Right. And like in Loki, it's like, you know, we have to come kidnap you from reality because you're about to do this. Mm-hmm. And that's going to set off a whole chain. That, right. Yeah, right. <clears throat> and, and, you know. Like we both said, there's been several movies of this, mm-hmm. but also there's been, uh, you know, just Marvel in general, where, whether it's the series or movies, we've talked all all about it. And, and the multiverse is, you know, in this other multiverse, you didn't go to college. In this other multiverse, mm-hmm. uh, your parents never met. You don't exist in this universe, whatever like that. Not I once imagined I had kids and now there are multiverses where I do. Right. That's bonkers. Right. And they just like kind of run with it. Right. And even when people in the movie go, you don't have any kids. You don't have any kids Mm -hmm. in any other multiverses. Right. Oh, wait. Yeah, I do. And we don't even do anything with that later. Like Mm -hmm. 
at the later point where she apparently does, no one goes, okay, wait. <laughs> right. <laughs> Don't you remember when I just said that that's not yeah. a thing? I mean, it's it's really weird. But also, like I said, the whole fighting thing with her, and I don't know what exactly is, you know, going through the minds of people with Wanda. Like, Wanda has gone insane. Right. I mean, right. her character, right. Right? right? I mean, her character is insane, too, but her character right. her character has gone insane. Like, like, literally, she can do anything. She can kill mm-hmm. anyone. But also, she's in these fight scenes, right? Yeah. And and there's a there's a weird... Uh, you know, at some point it's almost like not even Marvel or superhero. It's like crouching tiger, hidden dragon or something. It's like, it's like everything (laughs) happens. I mean, like, you know, she gets hit with stuff that should kill her, right? Definitely kill her. She's not (laughs) definitely kill her. Yeah. She's not like also immortal. Right. And she can't be, you know, crushed by a building except that she can actually. Right. But then how is she doing that? I don't know, magic. But if it's magic or whatever that's protecting her, I mean, yeah. why is she getting hit in the first place? Why is she get <laughs> why is she get knocked into the yeah, wall? Right. If if she's strong enough that she can take getting hit into right. the wall, it's all so weird. I know. But then like literally she can do whatever this situation demands to end the situation. I can kill that person right. no matter who it is. Right. And then you're like, well, what the hell happened in the Avengers then? Right. Why is Thanos a problem? Right. Like the, you know, the stones mean nothing to you even. That's the, (laughs) that's a riot. And and again, that's the, see there's small bits that open up and I don't want to do all the heavy lifting for it because that's a perfect argument. But like even in Endgame, when they're fighting in Wakanda and like she starts whooping up on people and they're like, why was she up there all this time? (laughs) What what are we doing? Right. We could have ended this 25 minutes ago. You know, I, I, I haven't seen it explained, and I don't think it's fair for me to try to do it because I'm I'm just guessing. But in a strange way, it's almost sort of matrixy feeling where the power is inherently in them. They just have to learn to use it and acknowledge it before it becomes active. Right. And I think that's a cheat because yeah, you're yeah. right. I think like if if I can end this fight and it took me 25 minutes to figure out what your aura or your chi says. I'm just wasting time because we got to have a fight scene here because that's a studio note. Right. And again, I also think that this film feels like it is, you know, even Sam Raimi said that not in a derogatory way, you know, because people were saying, look, after you got soured on Spider-Man three, you, you kind of forswore off any hero film ever again, because the studio really like crushed him with all their like weird decisions and right. oppressive stuff. He wasn't allowed to make the film he wanted and he like he was offended by it. And he's like, fine, I won't. I I think that if if he, and I don't know why he isn't to be believed, he had said about the production that things just kind of got getting fallen in the way. And part of that was COVID, you know, doing this movie sure. during during the time of a big pandemic that no one's used to is gotta be difficult. But that some days they just literally were running the train on two inches of track that they were putting down ahead of it every second, you know, and I guess, I guess that probably meant certain things and you don't always get, you don't always get the director's vision. Sometimes you get his work, you get the studio's vision, you know, and I, I don't know enough about it. Uh, He doesn't answer my calls. Like it's not, it's not one of those things, but reading between the lines of, you know, certain things, I wonder if 
you know, stuff was just extrapolated in a way that doesn't make any sense because they felt like maybe we can sell a lunchbox here. And and again, yeah, for, for guys know. that for guys that are giving themselves over to a story that they're interested in anyway and they're having fun with the characters that are already established, don't screw it up. It's not that hard to screw it up. Yeah. It's it's actually it excuse me, it's actually harder to screw it up than it should be because you already have everything laid down and everyone's willing to hand the money over. Just give them a sense of some semblance of what works. And don't contradict everything and then just be like, multiverse. Right. You know, on some level, it almost feels like the way to defend any of the recent films, and I and I attacked the Spider-Man film because it was fun, but I didn't love it, because I think it still has a bunch of similar problems, and it's all around the idea of the multiverse being whatever we want, whenever we want it, however we want, and enjoy this it. This is how it works. And in yeah. my mind, I'm always thinking, you know, of how to explain it. There isn't an easy way except... Last night I was watching Dodgeball and, you know, all of a sudden Dwight Goodman is like, touche, you know, to end this argument that is circular. And you're just like, what? And I feel like that's how you end this argument. It's <laughs> right. like, because multiverse, wow. You know, and you're like, all right, Zoolander, you're you're done. You know, it. it's just, it needs more of a, of a thoughtful hand guiding it in a way. It, I, I guess this is the dumbest way to say it. If the MCU is a theme park, you know, and what we're used to being on are these water slides that put you a very specific path and a very specific sort of twist and turns. The multiverse films of late feel just like the wave pool. Just everything is in there jettisoning and bobbing around and maybe something will be fun and maybe it won't. You know, it just doesn't feel like it's as thoughtful and as thought out as it has been to establish what we all love in the first place. Right. So, And, you know, with this movie, too, as much as I uh, I, I do I do like Doctor Strange in some kind of theoretical generic way like i like the first movie fine yeah it was fine i think um it's uh, better on rewatch i I think so uh, actually i think a way to explain this is i was talking about spider-man movies the other day right and with the new new young spider-man right right? i like spider-man best when he's in other movies as opposed to a Spider-Man movie. Right. I don't really like any of the Spider-Man movies. Right. But when he's in the Avengers, That's I think great. he's one of the best parts. That's great. Yeah. Even even when uh I mean he, you know cuz he gets to have like a funny line and he's like sure. a doof or whatever. Yeah. But they do it right. Right. I think, right? Yep. And even when he suddenly finds himself in space with Iron Man and stuff right. and he gets like more of a thing, it was good stuff. It was good. Uh, I really like those, but you take the whole movie and Doctor Strange is sort of the same. I kind of like him best Supporting. In, in other movies, even though I really liked him. Yeah, uh, I really liked him in this one, and I liked the first Doctor Strange movie fine. Yeah. It wasn't great, but I, I liked it pretty well. Um, but he was good, right? But in this one, also of all the other things they did, they really kind of ruined Wanda. In WandaVision, mm-hmm. you know, that is like a cool, deep, funny. Mm-hmm. heartfelt story yeah. that's a metaphor of loss and all this stuff and she's like she's complicated and yeah. she's weird and she's got all this power and yeah. so why don't I just do this if I have all this power right. and you know on and on like it's like a whole <laughs> thing and she's got like a nemesis playing off her and all this stuff and yeah. and it's really cool now she's just insane Right. And that's just not interesting. She's yeah. just completely insane. And uh, even like says the things 
as though she's not insane or whatever right. uh, that are like goofy and and now all of this stuff and we have to mess with how the multiverse works and we have to mess with everyone's powers and she has to have the power to defeat everyone in the universe like all just so that you know her, we defeat her by mm-hmm. her kids yeah. like i mean now we've ruined a bunch of stuff because we really like after school specials or like whatever <laughs> i mean it's like yeah like what'd you even get out of it i yeah. don't know but every next thing that happens and then at this point it's like well now you just start kind of paying attention to stuff because the movie doesn't want you to pay attention to anything right and it's want- lost you now you're in the now you're in the weeds because they right. put you there no and, and then I'm, yeah and then every next thing that has to get you to move along on this cockamamie story is like, well, wait, how the hell does that make any sense? How do her powers make <laughs> they any needed sense? You in the room, uh, given the previous movies right. where she didn't just, you know, stare Thanos down and right. and go, right. nah, because right. apparently she can, she can, right? I mean, it's all like so screwy. And then we get to there's this big, you know, there's the bad book. Yeah. Right. And then it turns out that the book is just a transcription of this other thing. Right. And now we have to go there and then we'll have the spells again. That's right. Because we have to get there. But you knew that was there (laughs) and you, and you didn't do anything about it. Right. Like, and that (laughs) no one destroyed that before. Like it's, there's balance to the universe, Mark. (laughs) Come on. No, I, I, I and then she destroys, and then she destroys the book. And then we get this like little goofy throwaway for some reason that I'm not it's too funny. sure about where he goes, oh, she destroyed it in every universe. Oh, what? Right. Yeah, right. I, <laughs> I, I, you did actually react to that. You shuffled hard. You like did like an angry, you're like kicking. You're like, what the? Fr-? And I went, oh, that didn't land well. This is funny because I, I don't feel burdened to defend the film, especially when I agree. I don't disagree with anything that you're saying. Again, I just had more fun watching it. But it's almost like, Mark, when you're flying in air and you turn like this, you don't really move your hair. Like, it's the dumbest argument to try to counter. (laughs) One of the things I do like is that she's been a catalyst for this type of problem since she showed up. You know, she was the reason the Sokovia Accords happened because she had that accident and blew up all these people. And she was never in control of her powers. That's why Vision was babysitting her so that they could try to foster. Like, what is it? It's been no secret that the Avengers has never tried to be the X-Men. But they have slowly turned Wanda into the Dark Phoenix story. Right. Which is somebody who is beloved and really endearing but powerful. And the more they use their power, the more their power gets out of control. That power is the ability to possibly end all life as we know it. What do we do? They make the hard decision in the X-Men. you got to kill Jean Grey. And here they're not quite getting to there, but there are definite echoes of it. All that stuff aside, asking, you know, the sil- the silly scenes and the hilarious extended fight scenes, you you mentioned something before about like liking Doctor Strange in his appearances because he's doing Doctor Strange stuff. I love that. Every single time he was not casting a spell or trying to do something magical and he was just interacting with the people around him, I'm having a blast. And actually even more 
with Wanda to, you know, Elizabeth Olsen, to her credit, she's acting the hell out of a green screen. Like right. she's, she's right. emoting every emotion all over the place from motherhood to rage, to confusion, to sadness, to, you know, and it's not a, it's not a unique thing. I remember there was a, there's a big Green Lantern story where Hal Jordan gets really bummed that the people he was protecting die. And he's like, look, I've got this ring that can do anything. I'm going to bring them back. And everyone's like, dude, you can't be doing that. We can do a lot of stuff, but you can't go down that road. And he's like, stop me. And then all of a sudden heroes fight heroes. And there's a big thing, you know, and that's something fun when people who are overpowered, you eventually put them in that corner and you're like, okay, I guess that's that. I feel like they're flirting with it. But again, I feel like something you sort of said made me think of it. They're not really going in that direction and they're not, not going in that direction. They're just kind of hovering. Right. And it makes some of the stuff that is happening feel just sort of weird. I didn't think every single thing with strange and America worked. I also think it's sort of risky to make a character in a film like that, you know, call her America. I get it. She's a Latina kid whose name is America Chavez, Gomez, Gomez, excuse me, no, Chavez. And, um, you know, all the, all the stuff that's like when they're staying, like they're trying to take America's power. And I'm like, really guys, <laughs> America's in trouble. And I'm like, oh, okay, you needed another swipe at this because I, I understand the coyness and the cleverness, but I don't think it's coming across the way you want. Now you're my grandfather sending me memes about right. the Nigerian prince who wants to give you a million dollars, you know? You just look a little weird about it. That stuff felt a little awkward, but I actually really liked watching him deal with multiverse Christine and how she's like angry at him, but it isn't really him. Right, right. It's just him. And in his joke about, you know, we have to go see the other, other, other me. Right. You know, and it, yeah, there's those, a lot of playfulness. Cool there's a lot of layered stuff there that actually does work. But I'll be damned if sometimes they don't really just go out of their way to get in their way. Like yeah. it's it's yeah, unnecessary. You, and, and you know, I, I do want to mention, since you brought it up again, like the other universe where they go and there are all the superheroes. Yeah. That whole thing, I thought, it, it was really weird because it's pretty late in the movie. It is really late in the I movie. I already hate it. You know, <laughs> so it's like, right. so I'm not in the mood to give it a lot of mm -hmm. leeway right. with <laughs> anything that it does. But that whole scene, <laughs> yeah. like the entirety the of that part and the whole Illuminati thing, I thought that could have been so good. Yeah. And it was such garbage. And it was such oh. a it was such a weird thing, I thought, because they went for whatever reason, you know, to the universe of the insufferably cocky Yeah. No, I know where you're going. Superheroes. Yeah. It right. was so and he's like Look, this is this. Yeah, we know. We can <laughs> right. handle it. Like, right. we don't care. Like, they're all these people, and they're all the super greatest people, and someone is the smartest person in the world, mm -hmm. and yet they're all, like, teenagers right. going, yeah, we know about her, and, like, we don't care, right. and we don't like you, though. <laughs> and, right. like, yeah. our uh, super smart you know, comprehension of the multiverse mm -hmm. where we can, you know, trap people and their powers. And we know that you came from that and we've numbered these other universes. And so we know which one you came from and all that right. stuff. Oh yeah. Right. I'm, and yeah. all of, all of our big knowledge about all the multiverses has come back 
with on the final resting point of, I don't know, the other Doctor Strange was right. bad. Right. And so we think that you are bad too right. and you have cooties. And it was like, what is right. going on in this universe? Yeah. Like, it was so weird. So it, she's gotten, it, it, it. it's one of these things that, you know, you see people do these things, whether it's a Ghostbusters film or it's just this weird another production where people just come in and start swiping at women. I'm actually not doing that, but I, I had the same thought when that all opens up and Lashana Lynch is Captain Marvel and she's, she's the reason I hate every part of that scene. It just, <laughs> right, right. it's not because she's a woman. It's not because she's a black woman. It's not because she's taking the role of another woman who's white. I, it has nothing to do with it. The take they use of her actually spoils the mood of the whole scene just because she's like, we've got it. Duh. Right, right. You know, and I just, I watched that. I watched the very thoughtful talk of everybody else that's surprisingly on this super team. And you're like, wow, you know, it's sort of weirdly like that's sort of, I went in blind. So I'm like, that's a little surprising. I knew Xavier was in it, but I didn't know you were in it. And I'm not saying his name because I don't want to spoil anything. But when she opens her mouth for like the next three or four occasions in that whole like 10 or 15 minute scene, I don't know why they're like making her seem so bitchy and just weirdly aggressive because i guess right. maybe that's the character in that universe yeah and nobody has to always be pretty i'm not saying she had to smile more i'm just saying everything i hate about that scene is only on her like there's a moment where Haley atwell is kind of like doing a weird sharon carter kind of thing and i'm like mm, yeah you know okay. the, the whole thing was goofy too because like uh like xavier i understand right? i get it yeah uh like once we start fighting okay yeah. Then I understand Xavier because he's Xavier. Right. And also because he knows as well as I that he would have won. <laughs> right. Except that that's not what was in the script. Right. So I understand him, right? Yeah. But all the other people are like, aha, I'm going to fight you. And I'm like going, what are you doing? Right. Like, what kind of idiot are you? Right. Like, there's no way you clearly, I mean, all she doesn't even have to do anything. Right. And she's right. going to beat you. Yeah. And then you've got, you know, Haley Atwell, right. Captain Doing America her. going, I will charge at you with my right. shield. Right. What? Right. What's happening here? Yeah. It was so yeah. it was so weird and bonkers. And it was like um, you know, drunken napkin right. storyboarding yep. or something. And somebody goes, It would be cool if this person attacked in this way. I've never would it make any sense? Right. Shut up. <laughs> Just <laughs> like, let it happen, man. You're such a buzzkill. I'll never forget. It's, I mean, it's just, we've seen so many films. I always remember after we saw the second Matrix film and, you know, you liked the first, you loved the first, you didn't like the second at all. And I had a, I had a fun time with it, but I, I've never forgotten how irritated and how much you just nailed it where you're like, so Neo meets Seraph and instead of just saying like three words, they have to like have a 10 minute fight to learn about each other. And you're like, give me a freaking break. Like, that is so boring and unnecessary. And I'm like, but we need a fight scene. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, what the hell am I saying? We, you know, right. I, I get it. There's a guy in the editing room right. with a stopwatch. <laughs> right. And we've <laughs> and got notes like, and we bing, gotta, gotta drop action in scene. here. And I just, sometimes I think of your criticism of that moment. And, and I'm like, is this action scene really like setting up anything? Even if it's just to set up something dumb. Right. Or is it just taking time because we got to hit a two hour mark or we need a fight scene every 13 minutes because that's what polling audience is like? What is the reason for this? And more often than not, it's 
just because. It's been long enough. It's just been long it's, enough. It's been too and, long. And there were many scenes like that in here that had things that went on way too long because I, I get Christopher Nolan's love with the Tenet special effect. We saw that thing right, at right. nauseum. And we talked about that in our show. In this one, they just they run special effect fight scene things on too long when you realize at this point Wanda knows she can do this. Maybe right. she doesn't know she can do that for another two months but she knows she can do this. So this fight is over. Right. Like you're just not, I mean, I don't even have to turn you into gel. I could just stop your heart or make right. your feet blocks or glue your eyes shut or <laughs> right. give you no right. mouth right. or give you only mouths. Like, right. like what are you doing? Yeah. And no, that's just, and that's just comic books. And, and, that, and that's not even uh, the musical fight scene. Right. <laughs> and I'm telling oh, you, I swear to God, I, I swear to God, that scene was yeah. filmed. Right. Right. And I don't know, Cumberbatch can come out and call me a liar if he wants to. But that scene was filmed and Benedict Cumberbatch had no idea that that's what was happening. Like that, that was, was going okay, to be make what some was hand motions, on. do yeah, some yeah. things. Oh, I mean, he's I not actually doing anything. No, I know. Right? I love that ju- scene. He's just there going yada yada. I love that scene. It makes no sense to, to anything. You. To hell with you. That <laughs> you was such a fun scene. scene. I love that That's, scene. That scene was uh, somebody came up with that idea. Yeah. And then there's a completely different normal fight scene. <laughs> right. And then he went into Photoshop what or if whatever I throw some and said, We're gonna I'm gonna make it this way. And then he just emailed it around the office. Right. They're like, I like and that. And it was just That's like great. a joke. Yeah. And then all of a sudden there it was like go. bing. That's the thing. You're in. Yeah. I love it, man. That's that, really funny. How oh god. I think it, I think if earlier in the film, and it's not much earlier, but it's probably forty minutes in, you know, before that, if you hate the paint verse multiverse you'll hate the music fight i think if you like the paint I mean, verse I multiverse <laughs> i think if you like the paint verse See, multiverse you know, you'll I, like the music like, fight like uh, i mean we got to wrap up here but yeah. i think I, I don't i don't know what the whole paint universe <laughs> thing is and it's like one second like we're, ta- we're talking second, about it's, it's, it for it's like lingers a long, time. long enough for you know it but yeah. uh, i i think yeah <laughs> for me it's really I, I thought pretty interesting with everything everywhere all at once yeah. and they got like the rock universe and all that stuff right yep. and, and all the different sure bonkers universes yeah. right i think when you're making everything everywhere all at once and you make the rock universe right yeah. there's a point yeah and it means something right and it is totally dumb but it's but it's doing something. Yep. May not be doing it well. It may still not totally work agree. for everyone. But it's there. But yeah. it's there for a reason. In this movie, you go, um, paint. And it doesn't mean anything. There's oh, no point to it. There's it's, uh yeah. some universes, everyone's paint. That's right. Really? Yeah. And what were the decisions that people made <laughs> earlier that led to that universe existing? Yeah. I mean, it's uh-huh. so bonkersly stupid but but you know in the painted universe the question they're all asking themselves is who bought the paint yeah where did we come who painted us <sighs> every universe man yeah I don't I, y- y- you know i i would have liked it better if you had had more fun with it but i actually kind of i do appreciate because i you you haven't said a single thing about the whole film i disagree with <laughs> There, every except every complaint that you have, except, that, except that you gave it a three. Like I just, I had fun watching it. But again, this is our old throwbacks. Is you know, if if you came over and I was watching Ford Fairlane and I'm laughing, you have every right to look at me and go, "You're an idiot." <laughs> and I'm like, "You're right." Right now, I am. This is good. You know, uh, I get it. 
you know, Whatever. but I, it's not the same thing, of course, but, um, uh, you know, for, for anybody that's out there and still interested to go see it, there are two things apparently through the credits. One is pretty quick in and the other is at the end of the credits. I'm here to tell you as someone who sat through the whole credits, you don't have to stay to the end <laughs> unless you're yeah. a big Sam Raimi fan. That's the and, only and reason. So I, I will say this and, uh, and then we got to go. Yeah. But, uh, we <clears throat> got to see this with my 11 year old daughter. Yeah. Um, because I don't know, because the yeah. rate, the ratings don't apply to me. Sure. But, uh, <laughs> oh, that's right. It's a PG 13. Uh, that's right. What a bad dad. Yeah, exactly. Um, but <laughs> so she liked the movie, right? Yeah. And we stayed for the first end yeah. thing. Oh, yeah, right. And then the next one is like really at, at the, the end of the end, credits. The so I'm end. like, yeah, I'm not sitting here for that. Right. And she didn't want to either. And right. so fine, we left. But then we were leaving <laughs> and I asked about her. She really liked the movie and thought it was fun. Yeah. So for 11-year-olds, right. it Solid. works, right? Yep. She really hated that first end thing. She was like, oh, yeah. Well, that there's was a reason. so stupid. And there's a reason why. <laughs> Marvel has started doing, I know we're getting out of here. Marvel has really started doing these things where they're dipping into the most minutiae of characters that m- meant something. Actually, I, I should say, I'm not a big Doctor Strange guy. Um, I know vaguely, I know enough about things to answer general trivia. It, maybe this is an important character in there, but there's a big superstar who makes a appearance as somebody who seems really important. I didn't know who it was. Right. I had to look online to see, and then I went, really? You're in a page of one comic from like 75 years ago? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> like, it's not like Wolverine shows up, and I'm like, oh, this right. is like, I you know, know, somebody who nobody knows pops up. And says, I don't know. We're in but- trouble. I'm just Man. throwing that out for right. everyone's information. She yeah. thought that was stupid. And, yeah. and she mean, wasn't, so, so she wasn't wrong. Right. <laughs> but well, I think go see it. Have All fun. right. Yeah. Um, sure. Go see it and have fun. Uh, try to remember yeah. that uh, my story is that I'm being really generous with you. You are story. being generous so, with this. Yeah. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, next week, we will have uh, some combination of potentially Firestarter, Firestarter potentially right. uh, some streaming movies or yeah, something. We'll right. see. We'll see what's up. Um, but anyway, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Hey, listeners! On behalf of myself and Shane Leonard, we want to thank you for tuning in once again. The Are You Screening podcast is brought to you by AreYouScreening.com and a lot of wonderful people who help us out. Surf over to areyouscreening.podbean.com or areyouscreening.com to find out how you can become one of them. All music used in our podcast is courtesy Andrew Lord. Once again, please, please, please subscribe, rate us on iTunes, review us on iTunes, and otherwise trick your friends into listening to us. Good night.